Welcome to the Shiny Brightly Show. I'm Howard Brown, author, speaker, Silicon Valley entrepreneur, international peacemaker, and yes, two-time stage four cancer patient survivor and advocate. Each episode will take you from resilience to hope and a whole lot more because Shining Brightly does make the world a better place. Be prepared to be inspired. Hello, it's Howard Brown. Welcome to the Shining Brightly podcast show. So glad to have you. You get me solo today. It's an important, important episode here. This is number 18. And what does 18 mean? Well, in the Bible, the numbers one and eight stand for new beginnings and abundance that equal success. So 18 is an important number. Now in Hebrew, it actually stands for the word chai. It's spelt like chai, C-H-A-I, and that equals life. And boy, am I blessed, grateful, and lucky for life. And we all are. So I'm just going to do some reflection today because you got to stop and smell the coffee and show some gratitude and appreciation for where you're at. And I am truly, truly grateful for where I'm at today. One, because I'm alive, <laughs> but two, because I've made some major accomplishments um, over these last uh, few months and few years and few weeks. So let's celebrate that. It's time to celebrate. Well, I got to tell you, if you go back to uh, 1989 and May 24th coming up, that was my bone marrow transplant from my twin sister, CJ Brown Jingris. And without that, I'm not here. So that is always miracle number one. Okay, surviving stage four, non-Hodgkin's T-cell lymphoma. My life came to a halt. I got lucky, medical technology, my team, my mom and dad as caregivers. It got me back on my feet again. And then I had to take it the rest of the way. I moved to California. I worked on my mental toughness. I worked on my physical strength, my emotional well-being. I was getting confidence and going back to work. And I found my happy place because it's warm in California. I got to play basketball a whole ton. And that's what uh, was really cool because that built my physical toughness back. And I actually started to volunteer in the community, in the Jewish community. And karma works in strange ways. But I met my wife, Lisa, and we got married. We got married May 24th. I'm sorry, July 24th of, I should know that, uh, of 1994. And shutters on the beach overlooking a sunset. It was incredible. It was awesome. So we started our life together. And then we ordered sperm from the sperm bank. And miracle number two, our frozen kidsicle, miracle girl Emily, was born on August 20th of 2001. So this is great. I got my life back. 26 years, I got to do business startups, Silicon Valley, and lots of volunteer work, big brother to Ian still. And things were great. Things were great. We moved up to the Bay Area. Uh, we learned to just love it there. Wine country is great. Monterey is great. The community is great. And it's Silicon Valley in the late 90s. Oh, my God. That was just a blur. <laughs> and it's in my book. Oh, my God. Two plus two equals 200. So just absolutely crazy. Then we moved the family to Michigan. My twin sister, CJ, says, I'm moving to Michigan and her three kids. 
Lisa's from Michigan. And I wanted, and we wanted Emily to grow up with family. Boy, it's a lot cheaper in Michigan as well. So we ended up moving to Michigan in 2005. And that was at the time that um, my startups, Planet Jewish and then Circle Builders started in 2006, which were online communities for faith. And um, things are going well. I'm feeling good. I, I uh, We're settled into Michigan and uh, Emily is about four and um, her cousins are four and six. And it was just really great, great place to live. And uh, we made it our home. And that's that's the point. So uh, unfortunately, at age 50, I go in for my physical and say, yeah, it's time for your colonoscopy. And then I wake up on June 4th of 2016. Yes, coming up on seven years of my diagnosis of stage three colon cancer. And colorectal cancer is no joke. I went in for a surgery and had two different colon resections. I failed chemos. I failed clinical trials. Ah, it was awful. And a year later, metastatic stage four, I'm at a soccer championship for Emily in uh, Frisco, Texas, above Dallas. And uh, my doc says, you got to go in and get checked. And uh, they thought it was my gallbladder, but it wasn't. The cancer had spread to my liver, my stomach lining, and and my bowel. And then things got dark. Not good. <laughs> oh, my God. I looked for help. And I found that help in a place called Colon Town. I'm actually wearing the jacket. And uh, Colon Town gave me that help because I started to look for Hail Marys. And that Hail Mary was a surgery called Cytoreduction HIPAC, Hyperinterpenero Chemotherapy. And uh, they cut me open. And this is May 18th of, uh, I'm sorry, May 13th of 2018. And they put hot chemo in me and spun me around like a rotisserie chicken. And so I've had a lot going on in those years now, these last seven years. But from cancer to COVID, right? We couldn't get out. We were restricted. I already was restricted, right? Uh, with a compromised immune system. And funny story, right? Um, David Crumb sees me. Uh, I'm bald. I look awful. He heard that I'm stage four. He doesn't know if I'm going to live or die. No one does. I don't even know that. And... Uh, you know, we're living in a digital space. Remember, 89, no cell phones, no computers. My dad got a, a book on cancer. In the digital age, we've got Facebook. People are checking in with me. They're praying for me. They're cheering me on. Uh, our neighbors are bringing us meals and and, and protein shakes. And uh, the, Emily's school is bringing us uh, cleaning supplies. And um, David takes me out for a bagel and coffee. Thought it was going to be about a half hour. It ended up being two hours. And uh, because I always have to go to the bathroom a lot, <laughs> In between those, David writes on a napkin, 10 chapters. He says, you got to leave a legacy. Leave a legacy to Emily and Lisa, your family. And I was like, oh my God, no way. I'm daunted. I'm not a good writer. I, that's that's like scared of heights. I'm not, I'm not, not going to do that. He says, ah, go, go check in with Lisa. So I did. She started laughing. She's like, you're going to write a book? Oh my God, no way. And I said, well, you know, life finding cancer, writing book. It's a team sport. If you get the right team, you can do it. And so I called David back the next day and I said, uh, I have only one request. He said, only one. Most uh, potential authors have a lot more. I said, nope, just one. I said, if you'll allow me to record uh, the most influential people in my life over Zoom, 
I said, I'll write a book with you. I said, we'll take those uh, transcripts. We'll make them into drafts. Those drafts will become chapters. And then at the end of that, we'll get a manuscript. He looks at me uh, and is over the phone. Oh, Zoom, I think. And he says, uh, I got to get back to you. We've never done that. And I said, okay. He calls me back in a day or two. And he's, we're going to do it. We're going to have to be very diligent and meet every Wednesday um, for a year, for a couple hours. And I said, okay, I'll commit to that. And this is a hybrid publisher. So we're business partners here in uh, producing the book. And it was an incredible experience. I got to walk back my life. How many times do you get to do that? I got to discuss in detail um, my uh, Bubby Bertha Budish in chapter one, who moved from Lithuania to this country and her story and her lessons. Oh, my God. If you don't read chapter one of my book, go online and get it and do it. Because my grandmother's teaching me about what's called chesed. In, in Hebrew, that means kindness. Live a life of kindness. Who doesn't want to be kind, right? We should all be kind. And then she said, you've got to learn about sudakah, which is the justice of giving, right? It's what we can give. And I emphasize that in my book, what we can give, not what we can get. And um, there's a story about me finding a quarter and having to put it in a what's called a sadaka box or, or, a, or a Jewish piggy bank that you give to charity and give to others and help others. And then there's a lesson of tikkun olam, okay? Of you lift yourself up, you lift up others, and we heal this world. There's a lot of brokenness in this world, okay? There's also a lot of negativity, and that's, that, that is reality of this world, of school shootings and politics and wars in the Ukraine and violence, and just bad stuff. And I, I don't choose to ignore it, but I don't choose to maximize it either. It's all about goodness. And that's the side. We can bring goodness. And that's, that's the theme of shining brightly. We shine brightly each day for ourselves, for others. And we do make this world a better place for our communities and for the global community at large. That's, that's the point of living a good life. And so being resilient which is like a muscle and building that up when you come from darkness, such as a cancer diagnosis twice for me. But it doesn't just stand for health. It's in life, in business. We all get knocked down and we must get back up again, again, and again. Let that sink in for you. Well, we move on and the book is finished and it launches on Amazon. There's 901 steps to build a book. And the last number 901 is press the green button to let it go out on amazon.com. Well, we did that on September 27th. It was real. People could buy my book, the hard copy, the soft copy, the Kindle. You still can. Go to shiningbrightly.com or go to Amazon. And um, it's doing very well. And um, I won an award uh, this, uh, this past year, the most inspirational uh, international impact book award, most inspirational book. That's pretty quick for a newly launched book. And I'm grateful for that. That means it's actually the message is getting out. And when you write a book, that's, that's what you want. You want people to hear your stories and that's what it is. Oh, and I got to tell you, I got a chapter on basketball because it's my happy place. I'm back playing. I'm feeling good. I'm not as fast as I was, but I can knock down that three. And um, my multi-faith basketball game is awesome. That's where I feel no stress. So go find your happy place. Cooking, traveling, hiking, yoga, meditation, music. I don't care. Go find it and go there as much as you can. That's, that's the point, right? That's what you've got to do. So then I had to go get 
my speaking credentials. So I joined this group out of Toronto called Speaker Slam, and I am packaged up. I have a speaker one sheet. I have a sizzle reel, a hype reel. I have speaking on stage to prove that I can speak and uh, in front of a, of a live audience. I uh, interviewed on uh, with Nim Stant on ABC TV 15 and uh, talked about my book. What a great interview that was. And I'm doing podcasts like crazy. I'm interviewing as a guest. And now February 15th, the Shining Brightly podcast is out and I have guests coming on. And the, the show talks about all sorts of topics, but we always leave with inspiration. And um, check it out. You can go to shining-brightly at captivate.fm and you can see them all. And this is number 18, so it's really cool. So I'm excited about that. So I'm checking in on my scoreboard here, and then you should too. And I'm about to head off to Boston today to go to this iconic alliance, this live event. And we're hosting it at my home court at Babson College. They needed a location and, uh, and they chose Babson. So I'm really psyched to get back on campus. I love that place. It changed the whole trajectory of my life. Yes. Thank you, Marilyn Snyder, for uh, helping me transfer to Babson in uh, 1985. And so that's really where I learned how to become an entrepreneur. Well, you got to check in. And so my friend, Chris Whitehead says, where are you at with family? faith, fitness, and finance. Well, I got to tell you, I got to see Emily graduate high school, not guaranteed. And then this last December 18th, she graduated the University of Michigan, summa cum laude. And then she moved right out to Missoula, Montana to start her career. We launched her. We built a mensch, which is a good person. And she is a reporter at KPAX 8 Mountain News in Missoula, Montana. We're so proud of her. We tune into the app at 7.30 for the 5.30 Missoula newscast or at 12 midnight for their 10 o'clock newscast to see her on air a couple times a week. It's just great. She's living her best life. She's hiking. She's snowboarding. She's doing her thing. And it's so beautiful. That life, that, 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 that miracle girl living her own best life. So and Lisa and I, we're getting back. We're getting out of cancer zone. I think we got to add a little more romance. That's on me. Although I did buy flowers for her for Passover, but uh, got to do better. And we're trying. And my faith. Now, my faith is still there. Unwavering mental toughness, belief in myself, in my team and others. How else did I get back up from cancer? Not once, but twice. How else am I putting things back on track? My faith my human resolve, that resilience with hope, unwavered. I hope you can catch a little of that too, because it's important. Otherwise, it's dark. It's depressing. You can get uh, sick. You could not feel well. And now I help others try to do that too. We'll talk about that in a second. How's my fitness? I'm in great shape. Playing hoops again, biking, hiking. Now that the weather's getting better here in Michigan. So I think I'm feeling pretty good on that resolve. I could eat a little bit better probably, but um, I'm feeling good on that, that side of things. Now, finances. God, man, we just got, life came to a halt emotionally, physically, financially, and in relationships twice and probably lots of other times and in work and in, and in family. But especially now in business. I got to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. 
version 2.0. And I'm doing it. So the book came out. Speaking has started. Paid speaking gigs. The podcast is out. The brand is building. This shining bright, move, bright, brightly movement is underway. And now it's time to actually get paid for speaking. And I'm doing survivorship coaching. What is survivorship coaching? Survivorship coaching is helping people get back up again. Getting to move two steps or 20 steps forward from where they're at in family, faith, fitness, and finance. That's what we're doing. And I'm helping others do it. And I am their guide. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm not a nutritionist. I have lived experience. So yeah, I'm a life coach. I can help get you moving forward, getting in the right direction. And that's what some people need. And that's what I needed. And I have coaches and mentors. It all stems with mentorship. Mentorship is leadership. I learned that at Babson and I practice it every day. Anyway, so things are going really well. I'm so excited. I actually, I feel great. And now you got, what am I going to do about it? And my job now is to shine brightly for others, including myself, but to shine brightly, lead by example. So I've proven that I can lift myself up and you can too. And I do and try and walk the walk and talk the talk to lift up others every single day. And then we do become that force multiplier for good and positive change in this world. It can be done. I'm going to put on my shining brightly glasses, the shining brightly spotlight. It's on reflection, taking time today to be grateful. I got there and there's a whole lot more to come. You shine brightly too. Thank you for listening or watching. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shining Brightly with me, Howard Brown. Come interact with me at shiningbrightly.com. And remember, keep on shining.